one more turn. Episode 111, two targets, one shot. Have you really thought this through, Caleb? I mean, I'm sure you've rehearsed in your mind what it is you're going to say and how you're going to say it, but have you really considered what the likely response is to be? Do you want to go on mute, or better yet, be disconnected and end this call? Well, you will be kind when you recount my deception and disregard, right? Have you considered what my likely response to that is likely going to be? Point taken. How on Middle Earth did the likes of you get past my administrative assistant? You mean the wilted putted plant at your door? Why is he always absent when you and your equally repulsive brother come into my place of business uninvited? Yet another convenient plot device? You can save your breath and my olfactory receptors about me dropping my lawsuit against Carson for the damage he caused this office. It will see the light of court. You have an idea, any idea, how much this place cost me? Your dignity. I'd say see yourself out, but I think I'll take my leave of you and do that myself. Want to test the court of public opinion with a lawsuit for invasion of privacy I'll bring against you in response, Gary? To many of us here in the 21st century, our cell phones have come to serve as a closely cherished, but externally placed third lung. Do you like your body parts being copied and used without your permission? I know I sure don't. <laughs> then the jury will get to hear how you conspired to use the footage you copied from a private family gathering to serve as a springboard. A springboard to sway O'Reilly into taking over the company of a clearly boorish man in the footage and the sneaky man who captured it, just so that you could oust them from their own company? <laughs> then, I'd postulate that you had persuaded this only child to put pressure on her on-camera ex-boyfriend to perform those boorish acts. By performing those acts, she made good on a promise that she would dump her then-boyfriend, his brother, the cameraman, and strain the lifelong sibling bond the better enable the father-daughter associate, Riley, to take control of the company. Then that very associate will use her newfound power to oust them from their very company, except it wouldn't be so much her power as it would be her puppet master's. <laughs> the picture of your financial gain will be in full focus. Your perverse pleasure at taking away the dignity of two small-town, hometown-born and raised entrepreneur boys? This will be a motion picture of crisp cuts and flashbacks filled with text, emails, and testimony showcasing your bitterness and bile for those who loved, lost, and were backstabbed by those they treated and trusted as family. Fade to black, recede in defeat. How did you puzzle this together when, for the longest time, you didn't even know what few pieces you had, let alone what they formed? This is Caleb telling you that Caleb, that's me, won't satisfy your curiosity right now. Give up or move on in a moment to deal with it after the beep. Beep! I really wish I wasn't the only one to bear witness the totally tubular ice burn. I have a strong hunch that you weren't, although the 80s just called and they'd like their slang back. So you like credit being given where credit is due, eh, Bella? It's why I put up with your bronze before brains mentality for those months of our relationship. To prove to my friends that I could. Thankfully, I don't have to think about there being an us anymore.
You're quite familiar with not thinking for many moments at a time, Caleb. If I ever want anyone to teach it to me, I'll be certain to get in contact with you. Don't you think it's about time you gave some credit where credit is due? What in the land of Equestria are you on about? Surely a cultural reference too far. Don't call me Shirley! Hudson tipped me after the betrayal for reward you tricked Carson into going along with at my house party last month. He was making one of his smug points in a moment of oversharing, wasn't he? How well you know your vermin. So what then, Caleb? The credit you're looking for me to give is to acknowledge you're seeing what took you this long to see that was in your plain sight all along? No, Crubella. What I see now is you're going to be torn from my embrace so you could slink back into Carson's. What did you say? I made you realize you traded your more than better half with a less than full replacement. You're delirious. You're incorrigible. Anyone, and I by that I mean everybody, who heard you be at Carson's senseless the other day saw the way you looked at him. I highly doubt anyone, and yes, by that I too mean everyone, who heard us the other day knew about any look I gave him. We've all got our vices. Carson drinks, I gamble, your father smokes, and you... lust. Hell, even Max is indifferent to animated GIFs and embedded MIDI files and Internet Explorer icons on his website. But what I never got is why you no longer have Carson, and why Carson no longer has you. I now get that it's because you can't lose what you don't have, and so you gave up on him before he could give up on you. This had better not be some elaborate, convoluted Rickroll, man-child. This is no <laughs> meme. This is real. Life? We're not... Doing this again? Remember when we used to do this all the time, Caleb? Finish each other's sentences? How about this for a new party trick? You convince Carson to sell me one more turn solutions for... Oh, let's call it a love song. And I'll forget telling him about our encounter the day after he and I had our first big fight. You're the one who asked me to tango, and I told you loudly, distinctly, and no, and to work things out with Carson. You'd be surprised what a little editing of a little recording of that conversation can do to change context, big brother. Oh, and yes, I have another recording, this time of your closing argument with my father moments ago. That, with a little editing of its own, a forwarding of it to our firm's board of directors will help me thrive while he'll struggle just to survive here anymore. I may be a lousy brother, Bella, and Hudson may be a despicable bastard, but you are an authentic bitch. It's not only nice guys that finish last man-child. Now you will see yourself out. One more turn. Written and created by Daniel Dan Q. Quick. Edited by Andrew Fuzzy Fractal 42 and Dark Cloud. Directed and produced by Daniel Dan Q. Quick. Episode 111 Two Targets, One Shot. Characters in order of appearance Riley, voiced by Stephanie MacAlua. Caleb, voiced by Michael Uber Mark Lar. Bryant, Gary voiced by Christopher, Blauer Fackle, Ryder, Bella voiced by Annalie, Cartamandua, Barney. (laughs) 
Sounds courtesy freesound.org. Music by Kevin McLeod. Visit the official One More Turn website at onemoreturn.net. Copyright Civilized Communication at civcom.net. Next time, it's the penultimate episode of One More Turn's first season. Max gets direct with Carson. Your neck and tie has been playing turn-based strategy games on our computers more than it's been programming at computers in your office lately. Norwood fields a blunt phone call. Carson, your brother is babbling on laced with profanities at a speed that would make an auctioneer's head spin and a sailor's jaw detach. Leading to a blunt text to a direct location. It's to Riley's office. <laughs>